Thanks for tuning in. This is Second Thoughts, Lax and Life, sponsored by Stenson Miller Lacrosse Company. Your host, John Losey and Chris Colin. Thanks for listening. Second Thoughts, Lax and Life is sponsored by Stenson Meller Lacrosse Company. For all of your lacrosse needs, visit StensonMeller.com. On Twitter, at Stenson Miller. Christopher. Yo. How are we this evening, sir? Uh, another day in... Uh... Isolation paradise. Quarantine paradise, (laughs) as I like to call it. Yeah. (laughs) What an absolute shit show. 100%. And is it, uh, I didn't realize, I looked, uh, Oakland County, Wayne County, we're like a mess. We're a complete mess. No idea. Well, I do have an idea. So I, I have a good idea of what's going on. I talked to somebody in Grand Rapids today, and they're like, yeah, well, we got eight, eight deaths or something like that. I mean, the entire you know city and surrounding areas of Grand Rapids is eight people that have passed away, and and we are just I I don't even know what to do with it. Well, it's it's exponential, right? So eight turns into sixteen, turns into thirty two, turns into sixty four. I don't know. Um, probably not now because everyone's sitting tight. But um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the damage was done, and just testing is you know more people are getting tested and testing quicker and all that stuff. So I, I mean, I, is it get are more people getting it? I don't know, but um, are people getting tested and getting sick? Sure. Um, I mean, fuck, six hundred uh, employees down at uh, Detroit Henry Ford all have it. They uh, th- they've asked my um, my mother who is technically in that, not even technically, she is in the high-risk range, been a nurse for 35 years. They asked her to come in uh, to the hospital and work. No way. <laughs> She's not going to do it, I hope. They, I mean, listen, I'm all... She got a text from New Jersey that said, we need nurses uh, $4,500 a week. Come on over. Oh, my gosh. I mean, wow. you know, I mean, she's got, uh, you know, she's, she's in that range. I'm not going to say how old she is, but, um, you know, she's, uh, she's still spry and she's coming over here and, uh, you know, she drives, she, she's up there early with the, all the folks getting their groceries early, the, you know, the, the, the elder statesmen of our community. And, um, but I'm like, no, you are not. No, and no, and no, and no, no. Well, I, uh, we uh, we kind of cheated a little bit, you know. We've been in pretty good isolation. Not even grocery stores. Neither had my parents for a good eight nine days. So we we're like, okay, we brought the kids over to see the grandparents right uh, yesterday. Oh, we thought it was safe enough, so we broke a little bit. broke a little bit of the. Uh, oh, the and, you, and you're the, just admitting uh, it to the world. That's a thousand dollar fine. It's a thousand dollar fine, isn't it, Chris? Uh, yeah, it's a thousand dollar fine. Our wonderful so, Governor Whitmer is going to show we, up at your door. Yeah, we got we. <laughs> we got away with it. So, um, but I'll tell you, my, my father looked at me and said, you know, my, my football tickets are due and I don't know if I want to go to a game. And this is a man who has missed the Michigan home game. And I don't know, 20 oh some years, God. 
Can you imagine sitting and in that now... fucking stadium? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean sitting in like, the big house. I mean, I mean, you're on top of each other. I mean, this guy, this guy has not missed the game. Not missed the game. I mean, he's paying for the tickets because he, he, you know, my dad has passed up on, you know, in working his he's entire life. Him, but the, yeah, pa- passed up on. Yeah, he's passed up on cottages and and uh, everything, right? Like he's passed up on sport, you know, sports cars, cottages. This guy's oh, done God. pretty well for, for Michigan football. For, for Michigan I mean, tickets, for I, Michigan I think, tickets, well, right? I mean, shit. Over the last how many years, I think we need to rethink that. Somebody needs to have a conversation with the man, Chris. Well, listen, that's his. Listen, that's his thing. My mom and dad do it together. But he looked at me and said, for the first time, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, this is a guy who, you know, through the highs, lows, he gets what he gets. What Michigan football I, is? I get He's it. a fan. He, no, I get it. He's a fan, but he doesn't want to go. I mean, yeah, that's well, how the world is changing. I, well, I, I, a, I wouldn't want to go because of COVID. Number one, number two, I wouldn't go because of the product on the field. All is is heartbreak, heartbreak, <laughs> hardball. I Listen, mean, let's just man, talk they, about they, that they, in itself. Well, I, I have the philosophy of they are no better or no worse than they were. Uh, you know, they snuck into that one national championship and grant, you know, whatever. But that team's all, I mean, Bo Schembechler won six, you know, he, he, he's no better or worse than Bo Schembechler. I don't care well, what anybody says. No, Go I, back I, in the history it, books. Yeah, no, you know, I, Michigan I fans are nuts. They all I think things it. are better than they I were. Well, They're not. It's Well, but when you set expectations like Jim Harbaugh, I mean, obviously we're going in a side direction here to talk about college football, but the fact that he's gotten his ass handed to him by, you know, Ohio state, you know, and Michigan in general, I mean, what has it been a decade? I mean, it's just, it's embarrassing. You know, yeah. Michigan state was there for a while in Ohio. I mean, you know, beat Ohio state and no one cares. I mean, they're never going to get the athletes at Alabama, Clemson. I mean, you got, you're going to have the same teams year after year after year dominate and Michigan's never going to get there. Never. Uh, I mean, well, let me, never. let me, let me, let me tell you what the difference between Michigan and Michigan state or Michigan and Ohio state from a guy who has, uh, been a guest at both athletic departments and, and, and uh, Ohio state is a very humble and very work oriented, uh, very in the present talking about working and working and working and a, a very humble atmosphere. I think Michigan, you walk in, they always say that they're the leaders and the best. And I think that hurts them more than anything. Because, you know, what have you been the leaders invested? And then they say, oh, we're a research university and our college is better and we get better scores and everything like that. Great. But we're talking the athletic programs. I don't know what the leaders and the best mean. Um, And I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to be anti-Michigan. It's athletes. I mean, mean, and that arrogance. And and, and I think that some athletes, you know, don't want to go to Michigan because of that arrogance and because of that stuffiness and and because of that whole, you know, persona. And, hey, I've been a Michigan fan my whole life. But, you know, I went to Albion College, so I was able to root for whoever was winning. So I got to go either Michigan or Michigan State. Yeah. And again, I I think that I. And if we're going to get in the lacrosse, I think that lacrosse team has, as uh, you know, they're they're a pretty work work oriented group. So I'm not I'm not ripping on them specifically. I, I'm thinking more generally bigger the bigger picture in football yeah. and and you know, everyone thought the basketball team was gonna be the greatest team on earth and they you know, they didn't have the greatest you know, they were fine, but they weren't they were just as <laughs> they were pretty yeah average above average. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Beeline and the basketball program, you know, they worked. And, and he got as much as you possibly could out of the kids that he had. And so I think people could see that. It was a stark difference between Harbaugh and Beeline. And, and those two didn't get along. 
I mean, that, that, that was, that was a big reason why John Beeline left was because of the, you know, there's not enough air in that whole fucking town, you know, between it's the a two football of them. I mean, school, man. Yeah, it's a, that's it. It's a football school. Yeah. And it's a Harbaugh school. All right. We digress, obviously, right out of the gate here. John and Chris, just on a, on a Monday night, you know, we took a couple of days off, folks, just to let the dust settle with the MHSAA ending the lacrosse season for high school. Chris, you know, you, you already went through it with, with the NCAA at UDM and, and, and that going away. And now I'm faced in the middle of it of high school now, and it, it is not lessened on me. It is not, I am not any less fired up than I was three days ago when I called you in a, in a, just an absolute rampage running around the house on six Red Bulls trying to find answers. Um, and, well, and there's just so much, you know, and again, and um, you're going to have to talk about our, our politicians, right? So you've got Trump on one end, and his experts saying that, hey, this is going to peak ne- this week, and uh, and then we should start seeing it to go down, right? So you you have those folks. Yep. Then you have the the, the governor and in, in New York, you have the governor of Michigan saying, hey, man, like the end isn't in sight. This is going to keep going up, 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 up. We got we got a couple more weeks. So I think what's happening with uh, with the MHSAA is, you know. And again, I'm going back and forth too all the time. You hear, okay, this is going to be the top, and God knows we all want to go back to work and go back to our normal lives. And God, I want to go out and hit the recruiting trail. I, I it's one of my favorite times of the year, uh, and get that all going. And guess what? If it's going to top out at the end of this week, and and the curve's going to start going down, that looks like I can put a schedule together and do all that kind of stuff and and get back out on the street if they. Um, you know, if they uh, if it's you know three, four, and five weeks away, six weeks away, that's a much different story. So I don't know. You know, I think the MHSA got caught between those two narratives, and there's two definite narratives going on. I, I wish I wish uh, I would agree with you. I, I'm the one that got duped into it just by uh, you know the comments that the MHSA made. Um, you know, saying we've got contingency plans in place if they go back in April, if they go back in May, and even if they don't go back to school at all, right? And, and as soon as that sentence was on there, I'm like, that gave me hope because that meant that there was things in place. And the di- and here's a big thing. I don't know if I put this on Twitter or not, but in that interview, he said they had plans in place. And then in the statement, the word was ideas. Right. And, and, and the definition of those two words is completely different. One is a plan that is a plan. <laughs> we're going, it's a fact. We're doing it. This is what could happen. An idea is you and I sitting around here bullshit and come up with ideas like we did in the first podcast, right? The first yeah, podcast, yeah. it was an idea. Here you go. But that was actually a plan because that actually could have been implemented. So yeah. I had an idea that turned into a plan. Supposedly the MHSA had plans and then it turned into an idea. You can't go backwards. If you got a plan, it's not an idea. How much do you think they were actually thinking about lacrosse or were they thinking None. about basketball? Do you think they were thinking? I don't, I, think think... They were, I don't think they were thinking about basketball either. What do you I think mean, they were maybe, about? maybe, but you know, that was, I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, I, I get it, you know, but the hockey, the hockey is what really drives me nuts. I mean, what do we have? Two games left? Two games. Right. Well, that's my set. That's semifinals. my point. So, semifinals, three games. Sorry, two semifinal games, and then the finals. 
could have done it all in three days in an empty arena with someone standing there with a with a freaking you know thermometer testing every player, no stands, put it on stream. Well, I mean, really? Are you are you talking like as soon as this? Uh... No, fuck. I, I'm talking like I don't. Even, well, yeah, okay, fine. We could have done it at the end of this, you know, next month or sometime. It's three days that you could have done at the end of May, right? Or the beginning of June. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, the MHSA, man, I'm like, this, they, they are out a lot of revenue. Well, that, I, that, I, that, that was the other part that I put out there. I said, you know, they need the money. And so they're just going to just, whoop, you know, and, and the other thing that really pissed me off too is that that Friday when when uh, Mark Yule was on um, uh, that, that radio station out of Grand Rapids, the Hurt or the whatever it is, and he's a good guy. I wish I remember what it was. But anyway, yeah, he probably sp- – I, I timed it. It was like seven minutes on canceling the spring season and the, the, the winter championships, and then he was on to football. And then it was like, yep, well, no, now we got to start thinking about seven on seven and getting ready for football season. And I'm like, really? Seven minutes? That, that, that's all we get out of this deal? And then you're moving on to football. Well, uh, football, I mean, football's – I mean, what, Ohio State's talking about starting the football season in November? Yeah, I, I, whatever. I mean, the I point mean, is that uh, the say just concerned about football. I, I don't think they gave lacrosse a second thought or baseball or any of the spring sports because – Really, it's not a revenue generating time period for them, right? No, it's no, I think I'm not at all. Again, I think after basketball, um, you know, again, it's giving kids opportunities and, and they all like they all like the spring sports and softball, baseball, lacrosse. But um, I would say basketball, football are the priorities and, and that's where the money is. So that's where the priorities are. This I mean, I'm the, a, I, the, yeah, this was the worst possible time in terms of a calendar year as it relates. And again, we are not diminishing the fact of, of um, the magnitude and the unprecedented situation that we're in. So everything that we're saying, please understand that. Don't flip out like, you know, we don't care about people, you know, the, the, the situation everybody's in. This is just a podcast to talk about sports and lighten things up and me to get a little fired up. Yeah. And again, uh, uh, well, it's just so I, again, I'm looking at this on, on an even larger context, like, Again, we have a lot of, there's just a lot of misinformation and, and, you know, sports, we're the front porch of the, of, of the world, right? We're the front, whether it's a university, a high school or society, right? Sports kind of lead the way and, and things are, in the way things go. That's kind of the cool thing of sports well, in my outlet. book. It's also, it's, it's an outlet for everybody. Yeah, it's an outlet, but it also is kind of, you know, hey man, uh, give it, say what you want to say, but men's across. Man, they were canceling crap uh, right away, and they kind of led the charge. Uh, and you know, basketball followed all that stuff. Um, you know, sports is filled with decisive people who like to make decisions. Sometimes take risks, sometimes do whatever. But you know, it's it's filled with decision makers. So sports has been always uh, kind of the leading the charge. I think. So tell, tell me this. Tell me. Tell me what the what the atmosphere is going to be here in the state of Michigan if. Ohio, which is sitting there right now with definitive plans in place, contingency plans based on specific dates of, of uh, you know, social distancing going away, that they've got things in place. Imagine w- w- what's going to happen in this state 
if Ohio is playing for a state championship and you've got St. Ignatius playing, uh, you know, St. Xavier in the state finals down in Ohio, and we're sitting here going, holy crap, I can't believe this. We're 60 miles away from that border, and look what's going on. Well, to, to you know, 60 miles is uh, the Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids COVID cases are a lot more different than Oakland County's cases. So I agree. Um, now the problem is, you know, again, do you want to move uh, potential COVID cases 60 miles south and perpetuate the problem? Or do you sit there and watch and say, man, are they lucky? I don't know. I mean, I, I think every, I think, I think every senior, I think every senior in the state is going to be looking down there and it's just going to add salt to the wound. And, you know, I, I get the MHSA and, and, and the reasoning, you know, the reasoning it, it was twofold. It was number one, that, that governor Whitmer closed the school buildings, right? She didn't cancel school. Remember she closed the buildings. Buildings will not be used for the rest of the year. And, and I got to tell you, as I've been thinking about it over the weekend and talking to some people, how much do you think that the the teachers union came into play in this decision? How much do you think no, they leaned no, on the no, state no, to say, no, "Listen, no, 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 no. we don't want to go back. We don't want to be we don't want to be tasked with potentially spreading this and having this happen in our schools. We don't want that risk. We don't want that liability, that personal liability from teacher to teacher across the state." Not at all. I think the, I think you got really? that wrong. I think you got that wrong. I think teachers want to be in the building. What teachers, uh, and, and I'm just giving you my opinion. And well, your wife's again, a teacher, so that's right, why I'm kind of putting it out there. Right. So I have, uh, a, and again, I have a lot of educating for educator friends that are in the public, uh, and they don't like um, the remote learning. They don't. They didn't. They, um, you know, at first it wasn't supposed to count. Now it's going to count. How is that really going to work? I'm not so sure. They all wanted to find a time to go back to school and to even go back and at least, and I, again, I'm talking a sample of 20. Uh, I'm not talking every teacher. I'm not talking every situation, but the group of teachers that my wife hangs out with, that we hang out with, um, they were willing to go to school through the summer, at, you know, whatever it took to get in because they want to be in class with their people to give the best kind of education they can. So I, I, I would think that that was more of the union mentality is like, Hey, if our summer break is, is, you know, chopped up and, and we're going to school through July, whatever, you know, we're going to do what we're going to do to stay safe, but, and we're going to also give kids the best education we can face to face. Nobody wants to do this online thing. I think it's going to not do well for kids. Yeah, I, think, it, it's I, I think, I think, I think, you know, I think our math scores are going to go down. I think the whole situation is just going to, oh, yeah. no, you know, to there's just, no answers to there's just no bump answers. to just bump kids through is a horrible situation. Oh, and, and again, uh, you know, we have a, uh, you know, we look at it from the special ed standpoint, especially in our household, and you know, <laughs> talk about, yeah. you know, the rights being taken away, right. uh, closing the buildings is, uh, you know, for a lot of kids. Uh, it's game over. It's game over for kids uh, right. with special needs, right? Their, you know, their rights are being completely violated by the situation. So, so what? So what is? So I mean, everything we've said, right? So if I'm going based on what you just said about teachers, you know, you think that they want to be in the school, and then you got special ed piece, and you got, and then you got, you know, the the lunch, the lunch piece where where children need it to, to their meals. Oh I mean, yeah, there's just there's just a list. 
of reasons why you don't do this now. Right. I mean, you wait. Those Detroit kids, that I, at least the ones around the neighborhood at U of D, I mean, right. there's a lot of folks that don't have internet. I know. There's right. a lot of people that, you know. They even, rely e- on schools. They even, pay taxes yeah, for schools. But even spending uh, money to buy, you know, a netbook and get that all set up, that's going to be a tough situation, you know. I and, get right. It's and, not I mean, going to happen. I, let's if, be real. It's again, not going to happen. If, if you can't afford lunch, you can't afford internet, right. is my point. Exactly. No, no. I, I know from somebody in the Pontiac School District that, that they had it set up for, like, the packets, the online packets, and, like, 10% of the people showed up to pick them up yeah. or something like that, right? right. And so that's not going to – none of that's going to happen. So we go back to the same point. If all of these things are on the left side of the ledger of why you need to hold on to see what's going to happen with schools, and on the right side is the potential – for the virus to continue and we don't want to make it worse because of the numbers that we're seeing today. What else is on the other side? Now, some people have said, well, you know, having the definitive, all right, this is going to be the path forward. It's canceled. Here's what we do, right? That people didn't want to be sitting there thinking, are we going to go back? Are we not going to go back? That limbo state of mind that, that they didn't want people. And so, they said, all right, we got to make a decision and based on the information we have today, that's the decision we're making and we're sticking to it. And that's it. Hey, I, I'm all, I, listen, I was, you know, me, when we talked earlier, I was all for tell me every three weeks, like, you know, give me, give me an update, say, Hey, this is, we're three weeks in, the numbers are down. looks like we're going to go another week and then go back to school or uh, not. Sorry. We're, numbers keep going higher. And again, it goes back to my point. You know, you, you talk to, uh, you know, I actually talked to a doctor the other day and who's scared, you know, scared immensely over this whole thing. You know, he's more on the uh, University of Michigan, Governor Whitmer, uh, you know, curve that's going to take a lot longer. Um, you know, you can listen to the doctors uh, on the daily uh, President Trump. Uh, uh, you know, they think it's going to be shorter. So uh, problem is, we don't know. We don't know. And And to your point. Uh, I guess she maybe thought we were going to have like having a little bit of um, definitiveness. Is that a word? Is definitiveness yeah. a word? Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. In this situation that, Hey, like that's what you, you did. You, your yeah. kids are not, your kids are not going to go back to school. So that, so that, why delay you, it? Yeah. So why delay it? Your kids are not going to go back to school. You better figure out your internet situation. You better figure out your, you're going to figure out your situation. They're all going to get bumped up at the end of the year. And you know, and we're done with it and we're done with it. And we're done with it. And she I mean, can that, run that, and she, and she yeah, can run for yeah. vice president. I'm yeah, kidding. I didn't want to I didn't want to bring that point up because if I have to see her again on the Sunday talk shows wearing t-shirts and she spends the majority of her time. I mean, that I don't know if you saw the editorial in the free press. I mean, they laid into her saying, Hey, how about Michigan? What are you more concerned about? Are you are, are you more concerned about the Democratic Party, which is what she's spending the majority of her time talking about and bashing President Trump? Or are you concerned about Michigan? Because it sure seems, based on your time spent, if you clock the number of hours you spend and what you say, it's really leaning towards the other direction. So is it, is it, is it a couple of, of, of levers that she's pulled to say, all right, definitive decision, here's the direction, and now it's off my plate, right? Now I don't have to worry about no more updates on schools, no more updates on this. We're done with that. Now I focus on the numbers. Well. Um, and the economy, the other side, which she's not even really doing well, but the other side, again, the economy is 
we can get there. <laughs> you know, the other side is, um, you know, that she had a, a window of time where she was, in, where she didn't have to answer to uh, a legislature. She didn't have to answer to anything like that. So she made some yeah. large definitive choices. You know, when she came in and said, uh, you know, I want to fix the roads. When she dealt with a legislature, they right. ate her, they ate that alive, right? She wasn't yep. ready. She wasn't being well, advi- she wasn't being advised properly. Yeah. Uh, whatever the situation was, yep. uh, she yep. lost that one. So, my, I, you know, hey man, again, I, I don't mind decisive situations if that's what it was for. If it was for politics, shame on her. If it was because she has, she's believing a certain set of information and and taking the route of safety, then good for her. And and sure. you know that again, that's why I don't think we're ripping. Uh, no. I think we're going through our minds, uh, you know, publicly what everyone's, I Decision hope every, process. Yeah, everyone's minds are going through it, you know, because sometimes I wake up and, and go, oh, man, like, let's get back to work tomorrow. And the next, you know, uh, an hour later, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to wait this out six, 60 more days. And, right. uh, you know, I, I, I go through that whole, I, again, when I think about going to the grocery store, I ain't going to the grocery store. I'm going to, I had to wait a week for, uh, uh, I had to go. Uh, we had a week and a half to get a a, a, a pull-up spot, whatever it's called at Kroger. Like, oh yeah, I, I don't want to go. You know, uh, do I want things to start next week? Yeah, but do I actually want them to start next week? I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, it, the, it, here's the thing: I, whenever we go back and whenever the country starts again, COVID's not going away. People are still going to get it. Right. I mean. You know, going into this, we knew that 60 percent of the American population was going to get it. Now, people are going to have different symptoms. Some people may have no symptoms. That's the scary part of this is that I can sit here and say, all right, my temperature is 97.1 or, you know, I because I had it today. I've got rehab for my shoulder. Right. And I got to go in there. They take my temperature. They're only doing two people uh, every hour for for uh, physical therapy for my shoulder surgery. They took my temperature. OK, good to go. Right. So I'm not showing any symptoms. But am I carrying? Am I carrying? I don't know. Maybe. Right. That's... Did I already have it? Did my kids have it? Who knows? So even even if if, if we say if, if the numbers come down and we hit May 15th and we go, okay, let's start it back up again. Everybody, you know, keep social distancing, do your part, but you just don't know. And so it's those elderly people, it's the people with pre-existing conditions, it's those people that are the concern, right? And you look at Sweden. What wait, Sweden wait, well, did? that's also Sweden was a hybrid. We're all, but we're also a old. That that's what our population is in Michigan, though. Old and sick. Yeah, diabetes. Yeah, that's overweight. A, I mean, it's our. It's, I mean, yeah. it's most of our population. Right. So, so that's why I, we have no to wait a little bit. There's, there's no. No, answer. there's not. Yeah, I, I wore, I wore my mask today. I said I wasn't going to wear a mask. I wore a mask today just because last time I went to the grocery store. I got uh, dirty looks up and down like I stole something. And so I go mask today. I had that thing on for probably five minutes and then it ripped. So now it's hanging off the side of my face. Then I didn't even look good doing it. Uh, and I'm going, all right, now what? I tried. I made I, the effort. I'm doing mask and I have that my little uh, uh, buff like headwear thing that I put around my face. Oh, we got to get a picture of that. Yeah, it's, I'll we take gotta, one. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think our next podcast on the uh, for, for U.S. across <laughs> Michigan. I think we go we go what our attire would be out uh, and about uh, in, in the world. Well, uh, yeah. Again, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, again. That's what again. But the whole point is, since we don't know, we better err on caution. 
well, Ohio's not, and Illinois is not. So for now, when New, when, when now. New Trier went, when, when New Trier wins the state championship in lacrosse down there for boys high school, and freaking St. Ignatius wins their first state championship in lacrosse, and they're celebrating, and we're all sitting here uh, looking at that, going, "Wow, what what could have been for our seniors?" And and all we've got to look forward to is is driving three hours up to Boyne and playing, you know, sixty minute running clock. Right. For our seniors. And I'm not I'm not making fun of that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. There's got to be something and it gives closure because that's what I want for these seniors somehow, some way. And, you know, I was on the phone with you three minutes after, you know, I heard the announcement saying, all right, what, what can we do? Right. What, what can I do? And I'm on the phone with coaches in Ohio, with coaches in Illinois and coaches in Indiana. And I'm saying, all right, Indiana, you guys are done. We're done. Ohio, Illinois open can we do something from a Midwest perspective to say, Hey, all right, if all four of us are shut down, what about meeting somewhere and throwing some teams together, which I think would be cool. And, and everybody, everyone's wide open to anything. Ohio's saying to me, John, listen, we're, we're going to keep you in, you know, in close contact more than likely if we go back and we're able to play, they're not going to let us travel out of state. And I said, all right, well, I may have some teams that want to travel down there. I don't know if they would or not, but all right, let's talk about that. Well, what if you're not? What if you are shut down? All right, yeah, we're open for anything because you got different rules well, for different states that allow them to travel and do whatever well, they want to do, well, what, especially even if it's off season. What's okay? So let's assume. We, all right, we got. We're, we're we're 29 minutes into it. Are we going to start actually talking about lacrosse? <laughs> we're pivoting now. We're pivoting now. So, um, as of right now, uh, the M, just clarify this for me. The MHSA yes. said the season is done. So done. Th- that would be defined as we are now in the off season, correct? Again, his quote, his quote, I talked about this on a podcast, uh, the U.S. Lacrosse Michigan Chapter podcast. Is it really a podcast, though? Well, we're, I mean, yeah, we're a podcast. We're, we're, we're on. Uh, this is a podcast because you don't see us. Well, but if you're on, if you're on YouTube, is that really a podcast? No, well, a... I mean, you could do a video. Yeah. But th- then the, our audio is, is sent to Spotify just like, just like this. Oh, okay. So, so that, so the U S lacrosse thing that we do on YouTube where they can see me in my background. That then is yeah. translated into a podcast. Yep, yep. So the uh, the oh. uh, so the audio can just go. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And is that what he's doing? Yeah, I guess more people want, listen to us and look look at us. I mean, oh, that's a shame. I that, <laughs> I spent all that time on that background. I got some additions. You'll see. Uh, what are we Thursday night? <laughs> no, I think, I think we're tomorrow. I think we're tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. All right. So, uh, your point was I don't know. I can't How, we're, are are we officially in the off season? Oh. His quote, Mark Huell, Hugh, that's from uh, Larry David, Hugh, Hugh F. Hugh. Um, uh, he said, we, he used the, in quotes, in the offseason. And so, so I'm we're... waiting for clarification from that, and I don't know what that means. I don't know how they – If let's just say in, a, in, in John's brain, John says, I'm going to get – you know, four teams from Ohio, four from Indiana, four from Illinois, four from Michigan. We're going to meet at a central location and we're going to play some games. What would the MHSA say? Because I want teams to come out with their uniforms. I want seniors to be able to have a senior night, flowers, parents, well, announcements, tell me, whole ball of wax. Tell me this. You're allowed for, okay. In the off season, you're allowed 14 days. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. Something like that. So if you can if you can get your equipment guy to get jerseys out, what does it matter if you're in those fourteen days? 
Yeah, I guess you got so many days. I guess we could do it, but then maybe you travel out of state. Well, I don't know. It would be nice to. Uh, I mean, I would guess that the three hundred mile rule. I mean, I again, here's the here's the the cool opportunity with this is this is a brave new world. Nobody knows what's going on. Uh, nobody has uh, any idea. The MHSA does. I'm sure they well, do. They, I'm, I, wait, I'm waiting for those rules to come down. I mean, again, I I, I would say. Uh, to everything you've said, and this is my thought, and I don't know much about anything about the MHSA except if you're not going to crimp into football and everyone's going to be safe, I think they would they, – and again, and if they can get their peace, if they can get their peace, because God knows they're going to need their peace too, right? Uh, I think they let you do anything. As, as my late Uncle Larry, who just passed away this year, used to say, you read – <laughs> I mean, they, they again. I feel you know. I don't know how they're going to pay for that nice big office or the office up there right now. If they're with all that, I don't know. They, they, I mean, they, well, they've, they've. I guess they got money in the coffers that they can withstand all of this. So I, I'll be interested to see if they lay anybody off. If they're talking about furloughs and layoffs, I don't know. Probably not. But I. It, it's just. It's just the the finality of it so early. Because what I said. To, I said on social media a couple times. I said. Let's think back three weeks. Let's think back four. I mean, would anyone have ever said 87% of the country is going to be locked in their own homes? And I mean, no one would have said that. No one. Well, when, when they canceled, I, I'm going to say I, my, I'm going on week four. I'll be through four weeks of being in my house because we, we, we found out on a Wednesday and when that Ivy league canceled Patriot league canceled, Mac canceled all within, you know, four days of each other. I had a feeling that this was going to be where we're at today. We should have got that St. Bonaventure game in. We should have got that. They should have uh, allowed, they should have allowed though. They should have allowed one more game across the country. One more, well, one more. Well, some, some people did. I mean, I'm going to give the Mac a little bit of credit. They, they can't, they just, they got wind. They made a decision. They were in the middle of their basketball tournament, and they picked up and left. Yeah. So I mean, they that so for literally us, picked up their ball and left for us to play one more game. Uh, you know, I, I think they were con- they were consistent. Um, they were consistent well, told, across I, the board. I told you, I told you the brother Rice story, right? So that brother that Saturday it was like Thursday, right? Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere in there, and there was a four way scrimmage that I had set at Rice with Rice. Uh, EGR, Rockford, and Forest Hills Eastern. And Rockford said, we're out. And then Forest Hills Eastern came back and said, well, we're going to see what EGR does. And EGR was out. They fell. And I was on the horn calling teams. I'm like, listen, somehow, some way, get your AD to say yes. Drive your kids to Rice because Rice was going to allow it on Saturday. And I said, let's have senior day there during this scrimmage just in case this doesn't, you know, th- that we're done for the year. And everyone's like, oh, man. And they, a lot of teams, a lot of, a lot of coaches tried. They tried really hard. Yeah. And all I mean, the ADs said no. Again, I think it with, uh, you know, within a community, right? Like my, like my Jets pizza is, is trying to only serve people in my, you know, my little, uh, my little neighborhood in the neighborhood to the south of Maple Road and trying to keep it tight. They got the two daughters working and, and the owner is out delivering the pizzas. You know, uh, to me, okay. So brother Rice goes in and plays, uh, you know, some sea home kids that they live down the street from each other, and that you have a senior day like that on a Saturday. Okay, great. That that probably wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. B 
because nobody was taking this shit seriously anyway at that point. There were kids going down to Florida on spring right. break. So that's what I mean. To get have one more game in. Uh again, I don't know, man. Uh again, I think as, as leaders, uh and again, I think in the sports community we're leaders, we're we're a small warrior class of people that uh you know you know, we are the shepherds that protect the sheep uh, in my world. Uh, that's the way I look at it. And we need to do the right thing. So I think, you know, decisive decisions, as much as it sucks, I like your idea. I also like the idea of, okay, there are rules. We need the social distance. Get your shit right and go home and, and start. There's right. also there's also the honor in that, right? The, right. So... Um, hey, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm waiting for that shoot to drop. You read, uh, you know, as Uncle Larry would say, that that they're going to allow us the flexibility or allow the kids the flexibility to do what I mean. What if? What if uh, social? So end of April comes. Social distancing is done. The numbers are down, and so now it's May first, and it's a whole new day. And everybody's well, all right. We're going back to work. Ohio's playing lacrosse. Well, uh, Illinois is playing lacrosse. Well, you got a state finals with New Trier and, and Loyola. I, what I'm finding is uh, a lot of the larger tournaments in the western part of the country are moving to the end. It's going to be a pretty busy summer, July. Ha- so last, talking, so yeah. after Fourth yeah. of July, it's going to get pretty busy. It's uh, going to go into August because summer usually. Summer club ball for lacrosse for high school didn't go into August. Well, and, it was and, always and, done and, by July. And again, I think for us in the Midwest, you know, where I've been trying to tell Midwestern clubs to go out west to play in tournaments because a lot of college coaches that are interested in, in outlying kids have really great tournaments right. in September, October, November, December. Yep. Um, I think you know if, if I was a, if I was a club director, which I'm not, uh, I would just say, hey guys, we're just gonna instead of going June, go July. West. You know, right. let's go July, October, November, December, October, November, or December, December, or November. And, and, yeah, I mean, there's November, great, December, January. I'm telling you, there's great tournaments to pick up in Las Vegas, San Diego, California. Well, uh, I did it last year with my son with with Omnia with with Dan Cancieri and Omnia, and it was the first time. And when Dan started this program, it was, hey, can we not go out east again every single, you know, in 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 October and November when it's raining and cold and crappy. Let's go out west, and we went to Colorado, uh, and we played out in Colorado at at the um, Air Force at, uh, Air Force yep. Air Force Academy, yep. and then and then we went out to Del Mar, California, in January, and that was awesome. I picked up three recruits going to Las Vegas. I stayed in, in uh, a very nice but uh, relatively priced hotel room. Uh, Would that be the Hard Rock? And the Hard Rock, yeah, which is closed right now. <laughs> I stayed there. It was it's nice. All I, it was nice. Closed. I stayed there for under under a hundred dollars. Uh, the food was great and cheap. Uh, you know, I don't gamble, so that wasn't. I got to go to a rock and roll concert at night for ten bucks, and I got to see great lacrosse recruit kids. Um, what 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 concert did you see? I, I went to Helmet. <laughs> Helmet. Helmet. I went to Helmet. I went to a show called Rock of Ages, which was uh, the 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 other night that was uh, all the these you know hair the bass player from Dokken and the 
you know, guitar right. player for more. So, and they just played, you know, rock, uh, classic rock covers. And, and, uh, it sounds right up your yeah, ass. I, I had a great time. I spent $20 and my average meal was about 10 bucks. And, uh, uh, and, you know, got a great, you know, just sitting in 80 degree weather during the day, 70 degree weather during the day. Uh, one, it was cloudy. One of the tournaments I went to the other one, it was sunny. That's what, it's gotta be that way. And I it mean, was there, great. There's no way that there's no way people are running out, out. I mean, who, who is anyone really want to go out to New York? Uh, no, I mean, or Delaware, or Delaware when it's 20 degrees out. I mean, it's a, now the other side of it is, and here, here's where some of the coaches where I'm, I, I got some, uh, shit from other coaches and, and they're correct. Well, Hey Chris, uh, you know, you, 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 you coach in Detroit, you're going to have to see kids play in shitty weather. And in February, March, uh, you know, you're not getting, a, a, you know, you go on to see a kid that's tough. You don't want to see a kid that's in 70 degree weather. Cause it's, you yeah. going to play. but the yeah. validity there, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So there's a little, little bit, a little bit of both. And that's one of the advantages in, of kids playing in the fall. Why I think the fall has become such a, Key point to recruiting, uh, a more serious point to recruiting, even more oh, than it's the summer. Huge now, I mean, well, shit. Because kids, imagine, imagine this fall. Yeah. Well, because and again, and twenty ones with all this is that the oh. first open group that didn't have the early recruiting. It's going to be crazy. But you know, watching kids play in that November weather is kind of like watching kids play in February and March. You know, it's kind of that that bone right. uh, bone cold wet cold uh, situations rain wind so i do get the east coast side of it too so but it's nice to sit in the sun in the middle of the desert too this is very true and turn into a family vacation (laughs) because it is pricey to go on these trips yes it is i I would bet (laughs) so to build it out for the family to go out there you double up and turn into a little vacation yeah you can't do it like (laughs) me where uh, i'm i'm going spirit no bag no, uh, no, 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 uh, no. Economy no. car. <laughs> you know, you can't fly into LAX, drive down yeah. to San Diego, then drive back yeah, up yeah, to LA yeah. and stay at a resort for three days. Yeah, no, you can't do that. <laughs> I guess not doing that, that's not that, that, that that's not the uh that's not the typical way to do it. So I don't have the answers with the MHSAA. I, I don't think that I, I think they have the answers. I think they're gonna come out with rules. I think it's gonna be very specific rules. I think they're gonna tweak the off season rules. And they're going to put some caps. They're going to put some restrictions. And I think that they're going to make it uh, not easy to do what I think a lot of teams are going to want to do. Because think about it. If it comes May 15th and everyone says, okay, we're free to go. I mean, you could have had a season. How many miles is Boyne? How many miles is Boyne from? It's in the state of Michigan. It doesn't matter. So if it's in the state of Michigan, that 300-mile rule doesn't matter? Does not matter. Well, no, a, a connecting state doesn't matter. You could drive. You could, you could be in Grand Rapids and drive to Cincinnati. You could, be, you could, you could have a lacrosse team. You could, Traverse City, St. Francis lacrosse team, Petoskey lacrosse team could drive to Cincinnati. So the, this thing that uh, the five hundred miles this, this lax bash thing is probably <laughs> at, at the end of Ju- end of June. Are they going to do what they said, or end of July? When did they say July? July, middle middle of the week in July, 13, 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there. Yeah, that Tuesday, Wednesday, that, Thursday, pro- that's like probably that. going to end up being probably going to end up being the best bet for most most teams. I think it will. I, I think it will. I think it will. I, you I know, think, that that you place. Know, the, the, let me tell you, that place can get pretty pricey up there in the summer. That's the only- well, you got to think uh, they they uh, during the middle of the week, 
after Fourth of July, with everything that's going on, I don't think that I don't think that you know uh, uh, places are going to be resorts are going to be wanting to jack up the prices. I don't think what date maybe what, what dates knows, was he but, talking? The twenty first, twenty second, twenty third of July? No, no, like thir- like thirteen. So right after the fourth. So 14th, 14th, 15th, 16th. Yeah, that sounds about Our right. new tax day, our new COVID-19 oh, yeah. tax day, the July 15th. Right. But you know what's interesting, Chris, is that there are some tax filers that are still going to have to file on April 15th. Those tax filers are if they file quarterly and their quarterly taxes are a million dollars or more. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, okay, not me. <laughs> and that would be that would be none of our listeners out there, Chris. That... I can freaking guarantee you. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> never know. Never know. I don't think that's our demographic, Coach. I don't know. What, whatever's going to happen, happens. The fall's going to be huge. This just puts more of an onus on club, takes more away from the high school. you got kids out there that, that didn't, didn't care about the high school season to begin with because they were a stud on a team that wasn't going to compete for a state championship. All they did it was just for the camaraderie of their, fan, of their, you know, of their boys. And now it's just another step backwards where it's like, why do I want to do it? Are we, are we getting closer to where it's hockey now where the best players may not play in high school? Well, you think we'll get to that point? I, I hope not. Um, you know, here again, here, here, here's my, uh, my statement. The country has never, at least in, uh, I can think of ground to a halt like this. Nope. When the in, when the wheels start moving again, uh, you know, what's going to break and what's going to be different and what's going to look different. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe high school is going to become more important after this because kids are going to value, uh, and, and, and respect, uh, what, what they did at their high school. Maybe they were taking it for granted before. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, could be. Oh, I hope so. I, mean, I would think so. I mean, you, you would hope, um, you know, everyone thinks, you know, by default that travel is going to be the big winner here. Maybe travel is not going to be the big winner here because kids are going to, parents are going to say, you know what? I'm not taking Jimmy uh, even to uh, Ohio. He's not riding on a bus and, and doing all that crap. He's, let's just stay local and play the local teams. Um, Do you think that, that, that Boyne tournament could feel some of that effect where they where they don't want to drive up? Where parents may say it, it, easily July. I mean, who hey man, knows? again, if, if July, if July 14, 15, 16, if I'm going to a hotel, I'm going with wipes. I'm going with Lysol. I'm sleeping. Uh, I'm bringing my uh, my own uh, sleeping bag. To what sleep about in. camping, Coach? What about camping? Maybe we maybe we camp. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm all for camping. Uh, I like I like staying in that resort though. It's nice. They got nice restaurants and everything. But do I want to sit in that crowded uh, restaurant with the nice with the hamburgers, the the one bar there, the the really good hamburgers? Can you imagine getting in a pool like an indoor pool, an outdoor pool? Oh my word! I may vomit. <laughs> yeah, I may vomit. I just coach. I just had to pay my swim club summer dues. Uh, even oh, though they might, they're not word. sure if they're going to be open or have a swim team, so yeah, I, it's I I don't even know these bills come in and I'm like, what, what, what am I paying that really? Uh-huh. I'm paying this? I, I can't even I can't even use it. Well, right? I mean, did power is powerhouse powerhouse is still taking our money? Aren't no, they, they're not. Okay, yeah, they stopped taking right. they stopped taking our money until this is cleaned up. But I, I've, worked right, out, I've worked I've worked out goodness. a very good mace and kettlebell workout though, so I. I can, oh, nice. uh, I can show it's pretty, it's awesome. <laughs> well, I can't wait to get back at it. The shoulder is um, seven weeks in and he really worked 
of me today. I mean, it was it was painful. I had to do that finger ladder. Yeah, shit. you like the finger that, ladder. Oh, exactly. It's always always good to use the finger ladder. Finger ladder comes in handy, especially when you're you know writing and typing. You know, a lot of computer use, coach, that I need the finger ladder yep. for. So same here. I don't know. I I I. What is to preclude a team from Michigan? Let's just let's go down that same scenario. Ohio's still going. Indiana's still going. I'm sorry, Indiana's done. Illinois's still going. What's to preclude a team May, May 15th of going down to Ohio and playing a team that's still playing? Well, we're sheltered in place though, right? No, I mean, this is in May. No, we're done May. We're done May. We're done May. So let, let it all clean yeah, up. If we're, if we're, we're month, all cleaned up and we're not clean. sheltering in place, I would think there would be – I mean, I would say the off-season rules would apply, but – um, yeah, so if a coach wants to get, to, I gotta go back and read the. If a coach, yeah, if a coach wants to get together with his team, and do that, I and it's within the three hundred miles. Why not? The MHSA will rain down on that. Why? It's within their rules. I, I just, I, I, it's the. I, I don't. Be, I, we, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it in September, October. I mean, you can't do it anytime. No, don't, don't, right? Don't doesn't. Well, I mean, no. I got to okay. go back and read. It. I got to go back you, and read. These the teams I used to know them inside now. Were these teams that were on your schedule? Yeah. So, I mean, could you go down there and do a scrimmage and keep score? I think that's, and, that, and that's w- probably more likely. Scrimmage? That's more likely. So, okay, it's a scrimmage with refs and fans and, and parent flowers for senior day and. And you happen to be wearing, I think, I and think, everyone's right. everyone got their is wearing a uniform versus a penny. Uh, I don't think there's there's a college uh, fall ball game where they wore uniforms this year because they just wanted to make it more game like. I mean, who cares why you're wearing your? You, if you can get your uniforms together, you get your uniforms together. What's the big deal? I think that is a distinct possibility. I could see, I could see a team if that's the scenario. End of this month. We're cleaned up March 15th, or I'm sorry, uh, May 15th. Everything's good to go. Ohio's in full, you know, shortened season mode. Uh, Illinois in shortened season mode. You could see a Michigan team going down there and camping out for a week and playing three scrimmages against teams in Columbus well, and in Cincinnati I mean, I, and Cleveland. Wouldn't, wouldn't you? Why not? Wouldn't you guess that? Um... You know, at that point, some kids are, I mean, I'll tell you what I, I me personally, uh, up at Simpson Miller, up at, at, up there at, in his location in that the, training facility, the sports whatever garage. it's called. I don't think it's called the training center, Bloomfield Training oh, Center, training whatever center. it's called now, okay. Stenson Miller. Whatever. I call it Stenson Miller, whatever. That's the world headquarters of Stenson Miller, yeah. Sean Higgins, yeah. <laughs> sponsor of this program. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to be running as soon as this thing, um, as soon as this thing is over. I mean, I have it all. I have, you know, I sit here and, and ruminate on what I'm going to be doing. Uh, I'm going to be ruminate? doing groups of, is that a ruminate? Is that a word? I don't, someone's going to have to check that for us. Leave notes on our note page. <laughs> ruminate <laughs> is a word. Uh, th- well, I've been thinking about, how about that? Thinking about uh, different hour long training sessions. I'm going to run train because I have so many good ideas. I think so many different beginner, older kids, younger kids. Girls, I've been. I'm going to offer a boatload of training. I'll be. I mean, there. I'm going to be doing training I'll, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, and three, and then I think I'm going to do an evening session, just because I mean I have a, 
bunch of pent up ideas and pent up, uh, you know, uh, um, things I think it would be really good. You know, 10 kids. It's never good to be, it's never going to be good to be pent up. No, coach. it's not. At least for not a long no, period of time. And, uh, you know, I'm only going to, I'm going to have it with 10 kids in that, in that space, which you can spread them out. I mean, I came up with the whole thing where I think kids could use, a, you know, each kid uses a no, their own set of balls and, uh, you know, and, uh, you have, uh, 10 kids in there and there's hardly any interaction right? and just, just skills and, and wreck them physically and, um, and, uh, tire them out and, uh, work on their skills. So, you know, there's a lot of interesting things that could happen. I, you know, coming out of it, you know, who knows what's going to happen. What do you think, what do you think about, what do you think about, and and we got to wrap up here. This has gone by so fast. What do you think about the, the, the camps, uh, do you think camps this summer will become more highlighted, right? So that, I mean, you know, rather than the tournaments or rather nope. than going out east, like I, going up to Ann Arbor to Michigan, or what about your camp? No, I, I, think, I think you mean, I think day long prospect days are going to be, again, I, I don't know, but I think day long prospect days are going to be more valuable because, I mean, what, what am I doing usually right now during the, I, well, one, I got my lacrosse season, but once high school starts, uh, I mean, we, right. we, we practice in the morning and I'm at a game every, yep. every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, you know, my, so for the 21, for the 20 ones, what do you recommend for the 20 ones out there? 20 ones in this, in this awkward, I mean, they were in an awkward position. That's a whole nother podcast, but All right. uh, because All right. I mean, so you mean you can't, because, you can't do it I mean, in eight tw- minutes. Yeah, coach? No, cause 20 ones, <laughs> 20 ones, you've got, you've got, uh, you know, that, you guys are the first group of kids coming out that, you know, the twenties, some of those kids committed in eighth grade, right? You guys are the first ones in this recruiting rules that we're getting that are free that, that are recruiting, you know, under the new guidelines and, and getting recruited later, quote unquote later. And what's the date in the fall? Is that September? Yeah, 1st? whatever it is. I, I don't even know 1st? off the top of my head right yeah, now. Okay. But um, yeah. So they're the ones that, that are committing later. So it's an all out, you know, bloodbath there. And on top of it, you're now complicating it with everybody. They missed their whole season, but then these college kids all are given back a year of eligibility. So, you know, like I've got kids that they'll all want, you know, if you're in a master's program, they're going to want to stay for five years. And I got to make it, I got to make the hard choice on who do I want to keep? Who do I not want to keep? And, and typically does I, that affect the, does it, but does that affect the 21? Yeah, the because 20s? it takes the, away, the, takes the, away scholarship the, dollars and, and spots on the team especially yeah but they'll be next year because yeah the 21s will be the 21s will be seniors it's going to be the 20s no, no, no. That this is why this, this is year. why so what the ncaa did so it's not just the seniors that got the year they gave it to everybody so if i'm a oh, so if shit. i'm a sophomore i'm oh, still God. a sophomore you gotta be so shitting if I'm me. in a five year yeah so if i'm in a i thought it was just the seniors. Yeah, so if i'm in a five-year program or i'm a kid that's going a little oh, bit slower shit. through school yeah so the how many freaking people are you gonna carry on your well team again now? there's I, I, that's like to uh to the schools that have football programs oh, that are the love of that God. are roster limited this has become very complicated it's become very, very well, complicated. Shit. It's gonna, be, but it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the twenty ones, twenty. I mean, it's just gonna work its way down the line. Everything gets pushed back a year until you get four years down the you road. You got right? it. Oh god, <laughs> what a shit show! I started this by saying what a shit show, and well, we're gonna end it. What well, a that's shit what I'm show. saying. So I mean, we're, yes, 
uh, we can say the obvious. We all feel shitty about what's going on. Um, but it's going to comp these, the, 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 uh, vibrations are going to happen for a long time. I mean, this is a big, this is, this isn't just about, you know, having uh, a senior day, uh, this month, like the kids are going to be affected for a long time in sports for this. And you're going to have, you're going to have 24 year old kids yeah. on your team, aren't yep. you? hundred percent. And, and again, 24 years and old. again, then you got schools that have master's programs and, and schools that don't like take a look at Morgan Macko, right? Morgan Macko is in the transfer portal. He graduated. He's a kid's great kid. He graduated from, from, uh, Bellerman, they don't have a master's program. Bellerman, they don't have a, a program that he wants. I mean, who are you going to take? Are you going to take a, a a young kid, or are you going to take a kid who's a, a known assassin on the field? Is Macko coming? Is he coming to UDM, coach? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think he wants to come. He, he's, he, yeah, he don't. He got he got mad. <laughs> he got he's very mad at me that we uh, that we short sticked him in the game. He did score some I, goals, I, but we won, well, we won by a lot. Just, so. <laughs> I just put, I just put that one yeah, out. No there more. He, he's a great. You know, he's a great kid. He's a good kid. But um, yeah, again, I, we can we get Will Meter? Is Will Meter? Is he too <laughs> he's far? Too far removed. removed. I guess he's over yeah. in Riley. Uh, Sergio? No, Sergio's done too. No. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, it, it's a it's it's a mess, and I don't think we solved anything on this podcast. But I hope it was entertaining for everybody because. Uh, I think this is what it's going to be. And and when we listen to, you know, we listen to other coaches out there and they're like, well, you know, this and that. And and I, I'm not like that. Right. I I want, I want to, I want to walk the line, but I also am not going to let my emotions sit here. I can do that on the U S lacrosse Michigan chapter and sit back and, and listen to our good friend, Chris Druin uh, talk about, you know, 1987 over and over and over again. That's fine. But here, that's what we do here. Right. Chris, we let it fly and that's what we're going to do. First one we weeded into oh, this it. Is, this we're is, gonna this is, this is, we're gonna have, we're gonna have Paul Cosgrove on in a couple of days. And I mean, this is why it's called we, second thought. We're gonna thoughts. let that rip. This is the second exactly. thought. This second. is not your first thought or your third thought or your right thought. This is nope. the second thought. Nope. <laughs> exactly. Right thoughts, left brain, however you want to spin it. I don't really give a tar. Right? Yeah. To quote Uncle Larry, you reap. Um, all right. So we'll wind this up, buddy. Anything else? Any final, final second thoughts? Um, I hope everyone stays safe. I hope everybody, uh, can figure out their finances. Uh, everybody's, uh, you know, uh, there's no good answers right now for anybody. And, uh, we're, uh, we are, uh, we are, we are, the strong will survive. And I think everybody that's listening to this will probably be the strong. So let's just fucking do it. Any good streaming, any, any good streaming shows coach that we should be watching. Now I'm a, I'm a streaming connoisseur, so we should bake that into our next Um, podcast for everybody out there. So I can spend like 10 minutes and go down the the bleeding, the bleeding heart in me. I watched, uh, the crip camp documentary. And, um, I spent the rest, I spent today, I don't even know it's about, uh, hippies that opened up a summer camp for, uh, disabled kids. Oh, so it's a feel good story. Uh, it's not a feel good story. It's a real story, man. It's, uh, you know, they, they, I, I just, they they treated the kids, they treated the kids awesome. They treated the kids like they were normal, not like they were, uh, disabled. Right. right? And, uh, and, uh, you know, the, 
like one of the counselors like uh, was making out with the dude one with this, this uh it was just awesome like so I don't know where the I don't know where the makeout comes in there, Coach. Uh, uh, the kid, the kid uh, wanted counsel- therapy, camp counselor, ther- camp therapy, counsel- camp man, therapy. Camp counselors and uh, and yeah. kid. That no, well, sound, the kid was uh, like right. eight, seventeen, and the counselor was like nineteen, so it was not a big deal. But, All righty then. Okay. But, uh, so but, uh, I think you should watch it. So, uh, so what I what I ended up waking up the next day today, spending uh, time looking for plots of land to build a uh, camp because I was like, I want to do this. I want to drop everything and, and uh, give this kind of experience. no addictive personality there, <laughs> and give, a, give a, <laughs> uh, this kind of experience to a uh, to these kind of kids because they deserve it. So, yeah, I, as, as I am more simplistic, as I finished watching Ozark season three, which was great, um, I can speak more to that in our next podcast. But yeah, I mean, uh, what's it called? Crypt to the Crypt. It's of the called the Crypt Camp. It's a it's a movie. Crypt it's camp. just the one movie. It's standalone what movie. I, what I yeah, when I hear the word crypt, I think of the Crypt Keeper back in the day with HBO oh, and I love the uh, Tales from the Crypt with, with the, the, Crypt San- the the, so the Santa Claus episode. Uh, kept kept oh, me, you know what I'm talking about the, the naughty or yeah. nice guy. The, oh, of course. I, uh, I was a Crypt Keeper kind of. I, uh, I that kept me up for that kept me up all night after I watched that one. I was scared. Up all night, sleep all day. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Yeah. Something like that. All right, so my final second thought is nothing. I don't have anything else to say. I think I've said it all in this one. I'm angry. I am disappointed. Uh, I feel for the seniors out there. I'm going to make something happen. What I don't know what it's going to be, what it's going to look like, who's going to be involved, but I promise you there will be a John Losey involved putting together something just with my interaction with coaches in the Midwest um, I, I, something's going to happen and I'm going to do something and we'll be the, you'll be the first to hear it on this podcast well, at some point in time. And let's, and, t- and really again, care. let's use this to talk about that process and we'll do that. I think people will be interested to see on what comes out of, uh, the situation. So we'll keep talking through it. And no, because, because no, yeah, no one's going to be able to do what I'm going to be able to do. And I'm not trying to say that arrogance or anything like that are full of myself. I'm just, I've, I've done this for so long. <laughs> well, of course. Yes, well, that, 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 that was a given right from the get-go. But I've built so many relationships, and I, I just have a knack for building schedules and making, you know, really trying to make things happen and just will it to reality, will it to fruition. And I'm going to do that for these seniors, and hopefully I can bring some some other seniors along, whether that may be. I mean, I've got the idea, Coach, of, what if, because technically all the seniors are going to be done with their affiliated school, why can't I put, uh, you know, a bunch of 2020 seniors together and go play games, right? If you took a, if you took a, you know, Forest Hill Central senior class and an EGR Central class, brought them down here and you played a, a Brother Rice senior class and a CC senior class put together. You could do that. Cool. You could do, again, I think sky's the limit right now. At U of D, on the light. The sky's the limit right now. <laughs> Senior night in the D, on the lights. I like it. All right, Chris Colin, we're going to wrap this up. I've got more work to do for my real-life job, and also I've got to cultivate some more things in my brain about how I'm going to turn this season around and make it happen, push the limits. I'm going to read the MHSA coach's book again tonight to find out what those off-season rules mean. Next podcast. I will be telling everyone exactly what you can and cannot do based on the definition of off-season rules in the state of Michigan. Got it. We'll I start out with that. that. 
done and done. Paul Cosmo is going to be on here. I'm going to get him fired up as well. He's going to tell some stories about back in the day and all that other nonsense stuff. And we're See good you, to go. All right, coach?